Hello there and welcome to season two of Ben's Learning Lounge. It's brilliant to have you back for a second season. We've got an incredible first episode to start us off here with James. And before we get into that, I just want to let you know that there's a giveaway that's going alongside this episode. Yes, you can actually win yourself a Ben's Learning Lounge tote bag and 50 pounds in Amazon vouchers. More of that can be found on my Facebook page and Instagram page, which will be linked in the YouTube description. Alternatively, if you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, you can find those on facebook.com slash Ben's Learning Lounge or Instagram lounge really easy to remember it's a giveaway that you won't want to miss and will continue until wednesday the 28th of october today jpmes or james will be talking to us about how he went from zero songs to releasing over a dozen brilliant r&b hip-hop songs in 2020 the fact that he records in his own bedroom and how that is how he's advertised himself in very interesting non-conventional ways and his opinions on wap and the music industry as a whole all that and more coming on this episode and if you're wondering what that song is in the background it's actually everything i need by james which is one of his newest songs that has just come out and i thought it would be a brilliant way to introduce ourselves into season two once again thank you for coming back i'm very grateful and i really hope that you enjoy the episode so first question like just to go into it before we start talking about your music tell me a little bit about yourself like what's your background what do you do all that type of stuff yeah cool so my name is James. I am 22, almost 23 now. My birthday next Friday. So oh, happy almost 23. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, I used to go to Lancaster Uni, originally from London, Southeast London, stand up. Had three years at Lancaster doing economics and maths. Graduated last year. So for since last September, I've been working for my church part time, doing like an internship. So learning a lot about a lot of different stuff. I've done all sorts of stuff over the last year it's been like really great so um yeah that's all the stuff i've been doing now and a bit bit about me but yeah man yeah not bad i mean it, the thing is that you you're doing this stuff and you're getting time to do what is a really interesting music music career or beginning of a yeah. music career yeah, yeah so tell me a bit about like how you've managed to get into that scene and and also also what how would you define like the genre of music here like what's the yeah. genre that you're doing <sighs> So <laughs> it's diff it's difficult because I'm like when I when I start making music I don't really go in with like a a set um oh yeah this is the type of song I want to make I kind of just go in and start start playing on stuff and whatever whatever happens happens but it mostly turns out to be like hip hop R and B ish like a mix between the two sometimes like my my parents are both Nigerian I've listened to a lot of like African music a lot mm. of obviously being from London I've got a lot of like caribbean influence as well so there's like it's all like mixed in there a little bit but yeah i say probably mostly hip-hop r&b but how i started so when i was 16 i've always been pretty musical started singing in the choir at six um at church and then taught myself how to play the drums taught myself how to play the keyboard a little bit as well a little bit of guitar as well um growing up and then when i was 16 my i got like a load of money from my parents for my birthday which was like a massive surprise uh-huh. and they were just like do what you want with it so me being the responsible responsible 16 year old I was <laughs> I went out and bought like a load of music software so I already had a MacBook I went out and bought Logic which like was like 140 pounds at the time and then I bought um, a MIDI keyboard which I still use now I bought a few other things as well and basically blew the whole thing within like a month um, on a load of music stuff nice. and then I just started making stuff in my room um, from from then so I started producing my music and then wrote a few songs as well but 
at that stage, I was like, I'm never ever gonna let anyone hear any of these <laughs> yeah. songs because they're. I was way too didn't have the self esteem to even think about releasing anything. But yeah. So how do you manage to like you say you were into music when you were a kid, like you taught yourself yeah. drums, guitar, all this kind of stuff, which is brilliant. But like, didn't you yeah. just say you did like economics and maths at uni? Yeah, like, that's quite a, that's quite yeah. a jump. <laughs> so I know, man. I so I I actually haven't done music like formally since year nine in school so i didn't oh, i didn't right. pick it as a gcse didn't pick it as an a level i had i used to play the violin in primary school but those are like the only lessons that i've had like musically and i've, I've got a grade one certificate in violin i have you know so <laughs> oh, like, there you go you... everyone in case you need a violinist <laughs> <he's here. laughs> so but if you ask me to play it now i'd be pretty terrible <laughs> as you can imagine um but I, it's essentially just youtube has been like my my savior for music it's been my teacher and because I feel like I've been doing music for so long I'm pretty good at just listening to stuff and kind of being able to work out what's going on I can kind of like when I'm listening to stuff it's almost like there's a like a mini keyboard in my head and I'm trying to figure out what's what's happening and then when I get home or whatever or get to the nearest keyboard I can kind of figure it out pretty quickly which is I guess something that yeah, it was de- developed over time. Definitely not something I'm I'm born with. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the thing, right? Because obviously, the, well, the, the, the idea is some people just have like a natural talent when it comes to music. They're born like just knowing what to do. You sound like a very like self-taught guy. So for you, it was everything yeah. taught. Like what about like, because you've got quite a, you know, you've got a good singing voice as well. So is Thank this you, something man. that you've like <laughs> had to work on or were you just like naturally good at these things? Um, I'd say I was... I- I've always been able to hold a note. Um, mm. But then obviously, as as you probably know yourself, like being a guy growing up as a, as a teenager, you go through this stage where there's all sorts happening with your voice. <laughs> yeah. So from my, and my voice broke so early. Like my, my voice broke when I was 12 years old. Oh, really? So I was like, so I've sounded like this since oh, man, I was so like. Oh, so you were like the first yeah. kid in class to say yes, miss yeah, in a funny yeah. voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was so... I feel like I've got a pretty deep voice anyway. So imagine like I was just trying to figure out how how my voice worked and how to use how to use it and it was still like developing and stuff um at that age. But yeah, I think I don't know, I think maybe uh, maybe I'm I am like quite musically talented naturally, but like even with teaching myself um drums or piano, with the piano we just had one in my house and I just every day from school for like uh, after school for like two years I was just coming back home twinkling around on it and trying to learn songs I think probably the first song I learned was um, Someone Like You by Adele oh, yeah. which is a pretty pretty simple song um, and just like it was a gradual progression to get to to get to where I am now so how long have you been making music that people have been able to listen to now because I only spotted you I think well I, I knew you a bit at uni but I only spotted your music I think yeah. only a few months ago so like how long have yeah. you been out there like publishing it yeah so i started um putting out music december i think was the first first time i put out music like that people could listen to i'd had in my head basically from like march in march i started march 2019 i like, started writing music again so the song that i released on the 6th of december a hundred thousand times was written in like february march of the of that same year but as yeah, I started. I kind of decided that I was gonna give music another another crack, and because I've I've always been making music, and 
it's always been something that's like I've enjoyed. It's always been something that's important to me. And like a lot of people have always asked me like, oh, why, why don't you put something out? And it's like, it's so easy now to do. And I'm like, you know what, why not? Why not? And it's, it's been like such a great thing to, to start doing. I'm so happy I started so doing when, it. So when you recorded 100,000 Miles, you, you made that with the with the knowledge that you're going to put that out there for a public audience or you're still kind of debating it or? So I, I at that point, I was probably, because I did a few like, I did like an initial version of the song where I produced it on like a crappy laptop with like, limited sounds and then I redid the instrumental on when I got my when I got my Mac and then I did like the I had all the words and stuff and the melody and then I re-recorded all of that um to where it was sounding good and I think I think in my in my head at that point I was working hard enough on it that I was like okay if I don't put it out I've just wasted a load of a load of my time so I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I could at least very, at the very least put it out and see what people think about it and whatever feedback I get is the feedback I get. So, And so far, has it been mainly positive stuff? Yeah, it's been, it's been overwhelmingly positive. Like I'm still not getting like massive, like millions of streams, but I'm um, like my friends and family have been like the most supportive people ever. And it's been like the best thing because like when I feel like, I'm sure you know with with podcasting and starting something new initially when the numbers aren't as high as you dream that they one day could be like you're like oh, this it's kind of almost like you've got your passion driving you on and just your enjoyment for it but it's it's almost like a oh, I'm putting all this effort into something and no one's listening but I feel like I've I've had so much encouragement from people and so much like so many comments like people like yourself who've just come out of their way and told me that they enjoy what I'm doing and it's definitely keeps me going it's definitely been a worthwhile experience oh yeah the fire like completely agree with that when it comes to podcasting too like the the fire right like it's initially just internal right yeah. you're like yeah you know I'll give it a go and see what happens and then that can quickly die out if yeah. it isn't built up by like your friends and family yeah, around exactly. you like they can be such a supportive element to this thing so exactly. it's really good that you're getting that though man, yeah, man. that it's like driving you on with it so yeah, so tell me a bit about like what I want to know is like your creative process when it comes to making a song because I, I don't know. I, look, I'm not. I say I'm not a musical man. <laughs> I can play it. I can play a few chords on a ukulele. Nice. Um, it's more than uh, me. And I've got, I've got a guitar, but I only learned enough so I could like impress some girls when I was sixteen. <laughs> so that's got, what we do it for. I, that's what we do it for. Yeah, <laughs> I played some Ed Sheeran songs, you know. Um, but like, I don't know the creative process when it comes to using musical instruments to like make a song, and and you using you know use technology to your advantage too. It's yeah. not all like um, acoustic things. So how do you actually go ahead? Like, do you make the melody first, the the vocals, like you know, or the, or the what the actual lyrics are gonna be? Like, what's your what? Just tell me what the process is. You know, how do you do yeah. it? So I usually I always start with music. Um, so I'll just sit by the keyboard. Usually I'll like pick a. It depends what type of like mood I'm in sometimes if I feel like I want to make something where I want to rap then I'll just pick a tempo and then I'll just start start clicking in the drums on on the computer and then I'll worry about like bass line and melody later um or if I feel like I'm gonna sing on it then I'll just sit down at the keyboard and just start playing away and then whatever whatever I feel like I like the sound of I'll just like, I'll scroll through the sounds different sounds on on logic and kind of see see what I'm feeling at that point and then yeah just go from there and then I'll gradually like build out build out the instrumental and um like add a load of other instruments and then 
after after the instrumental was like in a good place, then I usually just get on get on my microphone and I just hit record and I just like freestyle a load of like Sweet. melodies and like basically melodies and flows just so I can like have a because I'm I'm terrible with I feel like I've got a good ear for just melodies naturally so if I was to sit down and try and make a the most satisfying melody in the world I'd be there for hours on end but I've if I was just to flow from what's in my head then I can find something in there that I feel like I can work with and then usually the words will come after that and I'll try and try and fit words into what I've got on the melody but yeah right yeah that's that's so you kind of got like a little bit of a system there like so you yeah. start off with the instrumental then you slowly build your way into vocal yeah, yeah. that's cool that you start with like you just freestyle see what comes out see what yeah, yeah. comes from it is usually most of that stuff because i'm i'm quite a big listener of your music is yeah. a lot of that stuff like from your own personal experiences yeah so majority of it is like yeah it's my personal experience and then there's like a few songs which i'm not sure i've even come out yet that are like based on based on true stories or based on things that I've made up in my head. So my last song, um, I Want Everything, was a situation that I've never been involved in in my life, but I was just like, oh, this sounds like a cool situation to to write about. And it's, I feel like it's still, even though it's not me that's experienced it, I feel like I put myself in the shoes of what, like what that person would be feeling and still write from that person's perspective. Would you found that as easy when you just started out? Because you've got quite a few songs out now. So have you seen yourself evolve in some ways over that, over if, over a relatively short period of time, but yeah. you've got quite a few songs out, you know? Yeah. Um, I think, I think at this point, I'm still trying to figure out like what I want to sound like. And like, if you listen to all my songs, like they all sound like pretty different from each other at this point. Like there's a few, there's maybe one or two where they overlap. But for the most part, I'm still like figuring out where I want to go and what I want to take. I think I'm more I'm more um, comfortable with the process now of having a song and wanting to release it and knowing all the things that I need to do to get it out on the date that I want it out with like the right the right promotion or with like getting it to the distributor on time and things oh, like that. But man, speaking of promotion, I'll never yeah, forget man. it was oh. the one when you had the. Um... I think it was a shoe, and a yeah. shoe to your ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was I saw that and I'm like, "What is this guy on?" Like, I need to check out whatever songs he's doing to be doing this. I was just like, you know what? I was just trying to think of the silliest, silliest thing that I could do, and just be like, "Hang on it a worked. second, is, is he on the telephone to a shoe right now?" <laughs> it's. I put. I think I could put some kind of picture up on the yeah. on the YouTube thing. But yeah. honestly, imagine you just scrolling through your Facebook, like you know, look, you're looking at your nan's update you know about how, how the day's getting on you see this guy with a shoe to his head it was something else i'm glad you enjoyed that like you mentioned though a lot of your music it does have different styles that's why i wanted to ask you about like your genre right like because yeah. you, you fit into quite a few and um you know personally like i always love those smooth songs because i'm i'm big into like uh lil kana rally yeah. ritchie that kind nice. of stuff so yeah, yeah. what's your like do you have any personal inspirations that that or role models in the industries that kind of drive some of your music. Well, Law Carno is definitely one of them. I'm both both of those two guys, Rally Richie as well. Like both of those are my guys. Like I was this. I think it was. Um, I've got a song called Risk It All, and the second, the first verse is me singing, the second verse is me rapping, and I just couldn't couldn't get. I had all the words and I had like the flow. I knew how it was gonna go, but I just couldn't get the sound of my voice right. 
and I was just listening. And I was like, went back into my Spotify and I put on Loyal Khan. I put on um, Ice and Water from his last album. Yeah. And I was listening to that and I was like, okay, I got it now. I got it now. So Sweet. definitely yeah. those two, which is interesting that you say that. Um, but definitely like some of the bigger artists, people like Drake, a massive influence. Um, so I know it's not when Drake was first coming out, he was singing and rapping at this, at, on the same song. And a lot of people were like, whoa, what is happening right now? Um, so that's definitely, I'll definitely draw a lot of inspiration from him. Um, I'm a big fan of Dave. Um, yeah. South London as well. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, ugh, I've been a massive fan of Dave from like day one. I'm like a big, I remember, <laughs> oh, I remember big, when he used to reply to my tweets. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I used to reply to my tweets. I've like met him no. once. Yeah. It was, I'm massive, massive, massive Dave fan. I bought, I bought like his merch last year. I bought his album on vinyl. Hey. I bought his album on vinyl. I don't even have a vinyl player. Like I'm mass, <laughs> a massive, massive Brilliant. Dave fan. Yeah. You've seen him live? Yeah. I've seen him live twice. Um, nice. So yeah, he's great. I love Dave. And I think we've got very similar, um, like rapping style. He, he like uses a lot of metaphors and a lot of wordplay and stuff like that. Um, and he's very like straight to the point. I think I try and take some of that and put that in my music as well. But yeah. I mean, you mentioned a little bit though about like how, because where did you say your parents are from? Nigeria? Nigeria, yeah. Do you, do you like manage to get any influences like that or any influences that maybe aren't expected? Like you said, you like the Dell, right? So like, do you put yeah, anything yeah. else that maybe people don't expect into your music or maybe it just made its way in there? I don't know. I think sometimes it just comes out like, especially on, on drums, because I'm a drummer first, that was my first instrument. I'm like, and I played played drums in church basically my whole life. Um, and it's a lot of, while I was playing in church, it was a lot of like African style of music. So that will naturally come out like in my drum, in my drums, in my songs. And I'm like, listening back, I'm like, oh man, this is, I didn't even <laughs> realize I was doing that right there. But I don't know. I think there's definitely just influences from everywhere. And there's definitely songs like where I've just been listening to an artist one day and I thought, oh, like, I wonder what it would, sound like for me to almost sound like this artist but put my own like my own spin on it like there's uh one of the songs i released called uh this feeling um and it's i was listening to goosebumps by travis scott um and i'm like i sound nothing like travis scott and he's got like a completely different sound to kind of what i what i have been going for but in that song i like put a bit of auto-tune on my voice and like kind of got in got in that bag I still feel like I was myself on it I sounded like myself but it was definitely very inspired um, by Travis Scott that's the thing man so how do you manage not to like so all right when I said I learned like acoustic guitar I'm (laughs) big into I'm big into like the 1975 right nice Good, good cheeky little boy band. Yeah. Uh, but whenever I try and sing a song, I was like, man, I'm just copying Matt Healy. <laughs> I'm just copying that guy full on yeah. everything he's doing. I yeah. know I'm doing it. How do you manage to like keep a fine line between like inspiration and, and like imitation? I think, I think just being aware of like what you're, what you're writing and just like how you're performing. Cause I know like a lot of the artists that I listen to, they've kind of got distinct styles or like, I don't know, distinct ways that they do things. And I'm, there's stuff that I know I'm like, it's happened multiple times where I've gone on to like record a song or to write a song. And I'm like, this is, <laughs> this is so far away from me. Or like, even <laughs> if I write something, yeah. if I like, there's a few lyrics that for like literally single lines in songs that I've like changed. Cause I'm like, this could not be any further away from my reality. 
<laughs> but so I think it's just being conscious of the fact that I'm trying to be myself. I'm not, I feel like a lot of artists sometimes will step into a character when they're like making their music, which is, I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing, but it's, um, I'm trying to be myself. I'm trying to tell my story. Um, I know that if I'm being like insincere in like my lyrics or even like in my style, I'm like, I can, I can see it straight away. I'm like, okay, James. Yeah. Yeah, it's good though because if you keep it authentic as well, then people are gonna listen to you because it's you as well. Yeah, right? yeah. Like people aren't gonna be like, "Oh, this guy's the clone of this dude." Yeah, know? exactly. Like you mentioned, exactly. you got a few inspirations and you got like a mix of styles, so it's good because people are gonna be like, "I like this guy." You know, that's that's probably yeah, the yeah. biggest thing nowadays is that you want people to, if people like you, people are gonna listen to whatever you put out there. Yeah, yeah. and that sounds like you're building yourself organically, which yeah, just exactly. sounds great. So what what kind of challenges are there in making music that maybe people don't think about? I wouldn't necessarily say this for me, but I'd say for most artists, because I'm, I'm in a lucky position because I, I produce all of my music, I write all of my music, I mix all of my music, I master all of my music, like in my room. Um, like I know a lot of artists, like some artists will have trouble with writing a song or some artists will have trouble, like won't have, like they'll, they need to buy beats off of people, buy instrumentals. Um, they need to send it out to get mixed. They need to send it out to get mastered. So I think that, that, and that can very quickly get very, very expensive. Um, mm. And yeah, there was like an expense with like kind of setting myself up like buying my, my MIDI keyboard or buying a, this microphone or buying an audio interface. But those things are like, they were like an initial cost and like, it's very cheap for me now to, to make music. So I feel like yeah, that is like an investment. Yeah, exactly. That, that is not really an issue for me because I do everything myself. But I feel so like, say, sorry, man, yeah, I don't mean to cut you off. Go did on. you say that? Like you record it all in your room? Yeah. Yeah. Literally from this very chair. How'd yeah. you get the quality? <laughs> so I feel <laughs> like I, I got a decent microphone. It's, it still wasn't expensive. It was less than a hundred pounds. But I, I think just learning, and I've again, that was one of the challenges of me starting to put out my own music. I was learning to mix myself. So like, I feel like that's definitely a progression that I've seen where the mixes are getting better and it's sounding more and more like professional quality. But it definitely takes me a while. Like the, the writing of the song is like 30% of like releasing a song. You have to produce it and then you have to mix it and master it. And you have to, I've been doing a lot of my artwork myself as well mm. and like sending it to a distributor and all of this other stuff that I was like not nearly prepared for when I said to myself that I want to start putting out music, so. Do you think in future like you would make it easy on yourself by, um sort of extending that to other people or do you feel very like you want to be tight on like do you want to be controlling over everything enough that you know it's all in your remit yeah I think I always want to I always want to write or I always want to like be in the room um or be involved in the writing I definitely always want to be involved in the production um to some extent and that's like that a lot of people like co-produce where they'll some one person sends over an idea and then the other person will like complete the beat I'm very happy doing those things. Um, but like all the other stuff, like mixing, mastering, it's, it's good stuff to know, um, Like especially as a producer. It's good stuff to know how to do that stuff. But I'd rather not have to sit down at my computer and spend five hours trying to perfect the volume levels or, or the compression on this one specific instrument that I can't figure out because my room isn't like 
like I don't even know acoustically sound so I think definitely stuff like that just takes would take a lot of the pressure pressure off of myself um especially because I'm I'm working and I've got like friends and family so like my time is like very very like tight because of and because of how much music I've chosen to put out as well so yeah you've really got a good range out there so do, you, do you think that you'll be able to carry on with the growth that you're you're currently managing like have you got any like little tricks up your sleeve or anything or is it just seeing how you're going to organically grow over the next few months so i think i've like i've written and produced all of the songs that i want to release for the rest of the year um already um and so i've got that would have by december i would have released 13 songs within a year um, Jesus, yeah, that's which is that's like, like that's top level stuff. Thank you, man. And I, I think I think that's like a massive achievement for me because there was there were times where I'd set out to do it. I said, okay, I want to release something every month from December to December. Um, but there were definitely points where I was like, okay, how where am I going to find a song for this month or for that month? And um, as as crazy as coronavirus has been, it was definitely like a little bit of a blessing to be locked in my house for three or four months or whatever it was because I was just probably like six or seven of those songs came during that like three four month period where I just was because I was just had nothing else to do I was just making music all the time um but yeah I definitely want to after probably after this year after December want to take a little bit of a break don't know how long it's going to be but take a little bit of a break and like keep writing because I've not I've not written anything for a while now just because it was I was writing so much before um so take a break and then I just want to up up the quality levels up the quality levels on my on my music and my in my writing and like up the quality levels with like I did one music video last, like this year I want to do more and make mm-hmm. them look great so that Which, type of uh, thing. just so people know like what what music video was and what you do uh so I we did a music video for peace of mind and so i that song was probably the quickest i've made a song well until my most recent song um i'd i produced that whole song in a day i a and day. i wrote it i produced it in a day and i wrote right, it over John the Lennon. next three days <laughs> yeah, no, i wrote i wrote so it's three verses on the song i wrote a verse each day next um in the next days after that so that was it was a whole song for me done in four days completely finished and I was like okay I just want to do something cool so my housemate Ellis um owns like a decent camera and has editing software on his computer so we decided to put out a music video and it was just like kind of just us like or me just in and out in and around Lancaster I spent a lot of time in Williamson Park and just like I don't know just in the middle of town just doing we had a we had a projector as well at our house and we put some funny things on the on the projector for me to stand in front of which was quite funny um i love it too man because like you know it's thinking about like you know you're down there in london and stuff and now like lancaster you know like the the difference there like yeah 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 man yeah you got to check out james yeah he did a video in lancaster (laughs) (laughs) definitely i think like that's definitely something that i want to stick with as well because a lot of people have been like quiet like my family's from London my whole like my parents still live in London I could move back to London anytime I want and they're confused that why I wouldn't want to do that because London's like the the hub of all all music like the music industry in this country um but I feel like I'm I'm in a u- unique position being from London and not being not living in London 
in somewhere else where it's a lot less a lot less crowded there's a lot less um noise of other artists in my in my lane trying to do similar things to me i know london's a very competitive market not to say that i, I don't i wouldn't back myself but i definitely like having like my own my own space yeah. up here yeah, you're keeping it authentic. You're trying to find ways to stand out. You're doing an interesting promo. Like you're, you're taking all the boxes, man. And Thanks, all man. that considering the fact that you've got a lot of busy stuff going on yeah. in your day-to-day life. So it's really, you know, it's really great stuff. So have you managed to um, think about things like merch, that kind of stuff? Because I'm telling you, man, I'd buy myself a nice little hat. Really? Yeah, I'd buy myself See, a I'm hat. See, you're the first person to say that to me. So now I, I, might, I might just make one hat. <laughs> I might make one hat and just sell it to you. Just repping it on the podcast. Exclusive. But no, but really, like there'll be I bet you now you mentioned it, friends and family, they they need that stuff up as well. Like yeah, they're supporting you. Just think yeah, about definitely, it. Definitely definitely stuff that I wanna like get into in the future. Yeah. Um I'm like definitely a very visual person. Mm. Um so I think that would that'd be fun to do, to be involved in that, yeah. That'd be sweet. And and lastly, I want to kind of like bring the point to like a wider context. Like, what's your opinion on the current music scene at the moment? Because 2020 has been been kind of interesting. Like personally, for me, there hasn't been that much come out that I've been big on. Uh, yeah. Obviously, everyone's been talking about fucking WAP, haven't they? That's like been the thing yeah, on oh everyone's my, lips. Like, oh my god. Like, yeah. What's your <laughs> What's your opinion on current music right now? And like, if if you had like the ability to do something, change something, what would you want to do? Um. Hmm. I think, yeah, this year has been a weird one. I think just because obviously coronavirus has been just impacted everyone and it's been a like a different different way of doing a lot of stuff. Like I know Kehlani released an album this year and she said when lockdown and stuff happened in America, she had to go back to the drawing board and a lot of her, they had like a massive music video planned and a massive like rollout planned and they just couldn't execute it because of, because of coronavirus. And she did, she like filmed a music video in her room by herself um, which got went on to get like millions of views, um, which was definitely, I think, an encouraging thing. I think, I think it's been sh- people have been shown that they can do, they can make music and they can like make their own art without having to have like a massive budget. And like, like I say, I like make all my music in my room. Like I've never been in a music studio in my life, and like, I feel like like you was pr- quite surprised to hear that after listening to my music I feel like a lot of people could could potentially like be do the be doing the same um because it's it's a we're in a we're in a time now where I can send my music to Spotify and Apple Music and all of these places like you can put your my music on your story on Instagram and I'm just little old me in my room yeah. I feel like a lot of people could could be could be more independent as Kanye West is going on rants every day talking about his masters being owned by Universal and they're not them not selling him the rights to his music. I have the rights to my music and mm. obviously I've not got 23 Grammys like Kanye has, but I I own everything because I've done everything myself. Um so I feel like yeah there's definitely room now for people to be to do what they want to do and not have to wait on the backing of a huge record label. Um WAP was crazy I, I, tr- I had to it took me two attempts to watch the video because I <laughs> oh you I started, got through it though <laughs> well I, so I started watching it with my girlfriend and I was like okay I can't watch this right now <laughs> we got like 10 seconds into the video you need a breather right and I was like yeah I can't I can't do this yeah and then I, I went I watched it again with uh, my housemate and 
straight afterwards because uh, we're but we're both Christians. We're both like for <laughs> modest modest dressing and yeah. sexual morality and all yeah. of that. And we're like we were just watching like we should not have, <laughs> should not have watched that. <laughs> but it was a very I is a catchy song. But I want to hear yes. you put like a <laughs> what I love, right? Your next song coming twenty twenty one. It's gonna be a Christian yeah. version of WAP yeah. <laughs> with sexual morals. Oh, well, yeah, I heard, I heard, I saw on Twitter uh, someone was someone made their own version of WAP and it was worship and praise. Oh, so, brilliant! That's yeah, brilliant. yeah. Well, there you go. I suppose there's always gonna be someone who's gonna beat you to that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah, there's loads of there's loads of music that's come out this year um, that I've enjoyed. I really enjoyed Black's project black with a six for a b yeah um yeah and he he actually did a song called outside which i loved and it was basically about coronavirus and about like the choruses i'll meet someone i can play with when it's time to go outside and play again and it's it was like the whole thing of being inside and waiting for someone that you can eventually when they release us from lockdown that we can go out and have fun with and there was loads loads of music like that like coronavirus related music that I was like not expecting to enjoy because I was I was expecting it to be mentioned I expected it to be like a a topic but I wasn't expecting to enjoy any of it because I was like it's such a tough topic to even like think about so I think a, a lot of artists have done well with that kind of stuff yeah, yeah, you're right though. It's it's interesting to see how people are using a topic like Corona and actually turning it into yeah. something good with music. I suppose that's the thing yeah, with yeah. art though, isn't it? Like people always yeah, find yeah. a cool way to represent what's going on currently in, in yeah, musical true. way, like arty way or whatever. And if they do it right, then it can be, you know, it could just be a good, I mean, in the future, it'd be a good lookout in the past, right? Get your kids oh, to yeah, listen exactly. to that. Like that's what exactly. it was like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, brilliant. I want to say again, James, it's been it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Uh, Thanks, man. Again, I'm sure loads really of people it. are going to want to check you out after this. Uh, but I'll I'll leave the stage to you now. Like, tell people where they can find you, like your songs, um, yeah. what you're up to, all that type of stuff. Cool. So my my stage name is JPMES. I've had a lot of there's a lot of debate on how it's actually pronounced. I'm not sure how a Google Home would pronounce it, or how an Alexa would pronounce it, or how Siri would announce it, but it's, I spell it out J-P-M-E-S I've had J-P-M-E-S I've had J-P-M-E-S J-P-M-E-S all of that J-P-M-E-S but yeah <laughs> but J-P-M-E-S is what I go with um, um, yeah putting out music on all streaming platforms at the minute um, Spotify Apple Music Deezer um, Amazon Music Google Play YouTube my Instagram is at J-P-M-E-S 1 my Twitter is at J-P-M-E-S yeah we'll get all these links as well yeah cool I'm I'm releasing music every month so my next song is coming out on the 25th of September I'm not sure when this comes out but um, yeah it's called Everything I Need and it's great and oh, should we get more music to come should we get that to play us out instead of the my learning live yeah, music yeah. can we I get can send that it to you. yeah yeah definitely alright sweet alright that's great though thanks a lot James I appreciate it and uh, yeah enjoy the sounds of his of his new song Last night's never been crazy And lately I've been less lazy One day I'm trying to live like Jay-Z And run this town with my lady Challenging myself to be greater every day But all I think about is paper Never got time for a hater And it's never the time for clap chasers Even though my life's been comfy Sometimes I still get grumpy I don't want to smile all the time All I can do is try I ain't talking about rugby I was never out on the field Always meet now I'm trying to see mills Sometimes try to forget how I feel 
My emotions I can't reveal No matter how many people try to press me Still sticking up bins like Messi Still putting myself under pressure Up front like Vardy at Leicester Knowing the life I want is in front of me Realising no work is under me Won't let the timeline hustle me